Welcome to Pastoring Out Loud, a podcast from South Cities Church in Lakeville, Minnesota. Learn more at southcities.church. Hatton Anderson is here today. Ethan Bruno is here today. We're going to talk about Good News Church of Egan. But first, a random question. Do you have a favorite drinking implement, my holy homies? Drinking implement. Yay, a mug. Yay, a glass. Yay, a stein or something <laughs> to that effect. I do have two steins. Okay. Do you, do you have a favorite stein? Them. Do you have a favorite mug? You're not a coffee drinker. I'm not a coffee drinker. Yeah, you so drink tea. I sometimes. do drink tea. Yeah. Do you just have a favorite thing that when the cupboard opens up, there's either this one enshrined drinking implement that you're like, I just go to it. Or do you have a potpourri of several? Like, How would you uh, characterize your, your favorite drinking implement? I have a water bottle that I use very frequently. Okay. It's a blue, uh, kind of tall water bottle. Okay. And it's- um, It's an analgene, like a plastic water No, it's bottle. not an analgene. Um, you know what? It's like my favorite one that I always use and I can't even remember what kind it is. But it, oh. but yeah, it's metal. Okay. Um, keeps the water nice and cold. Yeah. And um, yeah, I've, I've dropped it. I've I've dropped it in the parking lot and yeah. it's just Dinged totally up, fine. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I I always screw the lid on too tight. Okay. Um and so often if Carlin is washing dishes, she'll have to say hadn't you need to you this need to kind me. of unscrew <laughs> this for me. <laughs> it's the pickle jar effect, but with water. Also doubles as a personal self defense weapon if yes. it's filled with water. Yep, yeah. that's right. Okay. Yep. Good. Good. All right. Do you have a favorite drinking implement? Uh drinking vessel. I mean Depending on what it is, I just kind of go for the same one or two things. And what are your same one or two like, things? There's for, like two mugs. And what are they? There's a mug that I got at uh, the Titanic Museum in Tennessee. Well, <laughs> wait, there's a Titanic <laughs> Museum in Tennessee? There are three Titanic museums across it, the country. One's in... Why is there one in, in Tennessee? Tennessee. <laughs> is is I don't that know. because the James Cameron movie was filmed in the giant body of water that's in the middle of Tennessee? Yeah, I don't. Sure. It's, yeah. I don't know. It's that Gatlinburg. Yep. Gatlinburg effect. Yep. Right outside there. Okay. Uh, so either that or uh, um, I don't know. We pick up a mug here or there from a local coffee shop. Okay. All right. But eh, I don't really focus uh, a ton on. Not on grabbing something specific. But. I have a mug for hot beverages that is actually kind of small, probably only eight or 10 ounces. And it is a border collie, like an embossed border collie. Because mm, cool. when I was a younger man, I had a border collie as a, uh, as a dog, uh, pet, uh, Aspen. Uh, and I have used that mug for, man, mm. 20 years. It has survived all kinds of stuff. Another favorite mug I have is a uh, world's best donuts mug. Yes. The red thing uh, from Grand Marais. Mm -hmm. And that's important. That because is. on June 30th, 2021, when I sat down at Burgers Bagels <laughs> with you and your wife, mm -hmm. Haddon, I was so excited coming out of that meeting, thinking this brother could church plant with us. This can be great. That I left my favorite mug on top of my car, peeled out of the parking lot, to my next thing. And as I got on the on-ramp onto 494 to get onto 35, I heard it slide across the top and I watched in my 
left. Oh no. Uh, my left rear view side mirror as it fell and was immediately crushed oh. under the treads of some construction vehicle. Oh, it was terrible. You know, uh, <laughs> construction season. So I remember yeah. seeing that mug. Yes. When we met and thinking, I'm going to like this guy. Yeah. He likes all because best of that. In, and, right. and someone anonymously after they found out that happened, mailed me oh. a, a new one. So I was going to say, it sounds like a very painful experience for yes. you. Well, and, Are you and, okay? Uh, and they don't sell it anymore. So Ooh. there you go. Hold but we're not here. Next one. I have a white world's best donuts mug. Oh, you do? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're not here to talk about drinking implements. <laughs> or donuts. Nor mugs, nor donuts. <laughs> but we're here to talk about drinking deeply the water of life in Jesus in local church ministry Mm -hmm. and Haddon is here. A few weeks ago, we did Josh Kane, Northfield Community Church, our church plant, South City, South Campus's church plant in 2016. And just last fall uh, Mm -hmm. on 2022, we launched Good News Church of Egan and Haddon Mm -hmm. is the preaching pastor there. Uh, You're there with a few other brothers. Mm -hmm. And we thought it would be fitting to just kind of uh, give an update and a little bit of history. Yeah. Adam, you're, you're old hat I at am. Bethlehem. I'm you've old. been I'm a old hat, yeah. <laughs> old hat. Like you're, you've been around Bethlehem a long time. Uh, yay. Once upon a time, you were part of Toshavim mm-hmm. and you met some pretty girl there yep. and you married her. I did. And then you became a pastor. Mm-hmm. Hey, just, you know, give me two minutes. Like, give me some of your background. How'd you meet Carlin? Yeah. You know, how to, what'd you guys do post Bethlehem? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the first weekend of my sophomore year at Bethel College, uh, my roommate, one of my roommates was a young Carlin man. Carlin Anderson. No. Nope. Oh, okay. Nope. That's good. Nope. <laughs> one of my roommates was a young man named Peter Thorpe, and he invited me to come to church with him on Sunday at Bethlehem Baptist Church. And I went with Peter that Sunday, and then that was my church home for the rest of college. Peter Thorpe, you dog. <laughs> So, okay, yeah. So, the, uh, so then after I finished college, I did two years of seminary at the Bethlehem Institute. Um, that was back when the seminary program was just a two-year track. Um, so, I thoroughly enjoyed TBI. that. TBI. Yep. 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 I was single at that point. The second year that I was in seminary there, I led worship Wednesday nights um, downtown, and Carlin sang on our worship team, and that's how we got to know each other. More than after I finished TBI, I went down to to uh, Southern Seminary in Louisville to finish seminary. Carlin went over to Guinea in West Africa for a year and a half as a, a missionary nurse, and we were just friends at that point. But we reconnected. Um, actually, we we reconnected at Bethlehem uh, the Saturday night of Easter weekend in two thousand seven. Oh, and then we had our first date on May eighth of two thousand seven and got. Married on December 8th of 2007. All right. So it sounds like I beat you. Natalie and I got engaged on March 17th, 2007. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So shortly shortly bef- before all of your Easter action, yep. I had some St. Patrick action with, <laughs> uh, with my relationship with Natalie. That's so, great. So uh, fast forward then, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, when did you, because you were a pastor in Iowa. Right. Like, so that was 2007. When did you guys move to Iowa? Yeah. Like when, like update us on the previous 15 years. Yeah. So when Carlin and I got married, I was uh, the pastor of worship at the church where I had grown up out in Watertown, Minnesota. Um, then in 
The fall of 2009, we moved to Garner, Iowa, and I pastored the Evangelical Free Church there. Uh, spent 11 years in Garner. So when we went, uh, we had one child. Levi was a baby at that point. And then um, before too long, we had four children. So we raised our children during uh, their it happens. baby and toddler yeah. years uh, in Iowa. Yeah. And um, yeah, enjoyed our 11 years there. Um, yeah, got our feet wet in ministry. I was very... Looking back, I feel like wow, I was really young when I started yeah. as a as a senior pastor there. Mm. Um, but the church was late twenties, early thirties. I was twenty nine. Yeah, 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 when I started. So, um, but yeah, lots of lots of good memories there. Yeah. Um, then so. twenty twenty one, you guys were making a move, um, mm-hmm. you know, back up to to Minnesota, mm-hmm. and uh, we had an opportunity to sit down at Burgers in mm-hmm. Bloomington. Yeah. And got to know you uh, a little bit. And I mean, just your initial initial thing, you were considering one of Bethlehem's various campuses to maybe launch out of. Right. And you had gotten some encouragement to maybe consider South. Yeah. Which then prompted our meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, then talk a little bit more about that, the process with the resident, like thinking about the residency, coming for the residency, and then, you know, staying mm-hmm. in the residency. Yeah. It was like. Yeah. So in April of 2021, um, Carlin and I met with Kenny Stokes to talk with him about the possibility of planting out of Bethlehem. So we met then with the church planting board, I think in early June of 21. And then uh, then in late June, we sat down with you and uh, Kenny, Kathy, uh, Cleon Engel was there, I believe, and talked about South's, South Campus at that point being our sending church. And so then um, I think it was the August elder meeting then in 2021, where I was officially accepted as the Bethlehem South church planting resident. So yeah, I'm really thankful for Kenny, really thankful for the opportunity to plant out of Bethlehem. Um, thankful for Bethlehem's commitment to planting churches, you know, and that they had established this church planting residency a number of years before and had uh, a number of men go through that, like Josh Kane, um, who planted in Northfield. And was, well, Jonathan Woodyard planted in Northfield. Oh, Josh that's right. Came later. That's right. Josh yeah. came later. Yeah. yeah, yeah John so Jonathan Woodyard went did through the, the same process. That's yep. right. Yep. yep. Yeah. So um, talk a little bit more about what that year was like then. I mean, it, yeah. you know, interestingly, you came in, you came in kind of at the tail end of a process mm-hmm. whereby, you know, in all kinds of conversations. I was looking uh, today uh, or, or not today, but like yesterday or a couple of days ago, like, uh, you know, conversations about splitting up uh, into multiple churches. You mm-hmm. know, I the first evidence I saw of that, um, you know, in writing was probably 2012. Sure. You know, and, I, and conversations before that, conversations after that. You came in at the tail end mm-hmm. of a number of conversations coalescing into, hey, we're actually going to do this. Yeah. And- we launched a South City's church on mm-hmm. December 1, 2022. And you launched this Good News Church of Egan in October. October 9th of 2022. Yeah, so just a couple yeah. months before. <laughs> so uh, two church plants, as it were. Um, talk more about what that year was like in residency. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah. was it, I mean, you, you don't just need to pat us on the back because right. of how great it was. No, just like, <laughs> what did you do? What was it like? What were you preparing to do? Yeah. How much time was in ministry? How much time was preparing to launch? Mm-hmm. What was it like? Yeah, you know, it, it really was great being here at South Campus. Um, yeah, and it was kind of a unique uh, 
season of life and a unique position being the last church planting resident sent out from the three campus uh, Bethlehem. Um, and so, yeah, being here at South, I think my family felt very welcomed at South Campus. You know, the, the first Sunday that we came here, uh, Daniel, you personally welcomed our family and gave us a tour of the building. You um, stood and chatted with our kids for a while, and we just felt right at home. I remember driving home that day, and Livia said, wow, this really feels like home. And uh, so it was- it, Praise God. Yeah, praise God. So it was it was really good to get to be part of the church family um, during that season. Um, in the church planting residency, uh, it was a joy to get to be mentored by Bruce Power. He was the he was the guy that was um, kind of the, the elder who was assigned to be kind of the elder liaison for my church planting residency with Bethlehem. And Bruce volunteered for that position. And so every week when I would meet with Cleon, um, Bruce would zoom into that meeting. And it was great having him part of those meetings and meeting with Bruce every, uh, every few weeks for coffee. Um, and so he helped guide that whole process. Um, got to teach a Sunday school class here. Uh, at, it was Bethlehem South at that point, of course. Um, in the fall, got to do that together with Bruce. Got to teach another class um, in the spring semester. And um, so part of the part of the residency was just kind of being part of the church family, doing doing some ministry, going to elder meetings, you know, things like that. And then. Um, a big part of the residency was writing a church plant proposal. Yeah, right. So that ended up being about an 80 page document, um, which is actually bigger than it. I mean, that sounds bigger than it really was. Uh, the second half of it was just appendices with things like a church notes. covenant. Yeah. Yes. You know, statements of faith and things like that, church bylaws. Um, so the really the meat of it was about 40 pages where um, it was uh, basically sharing the the vision for the church. Um, who do we want to be as Good News Church of Egan? Um, early on in that process, I got to know Caleb Figures. Um, Caleb was in his last year at Bethlehem Seminary, um, finishing up his MDiv. And Caleb and I started meeting together weekly, I think in September of 21. And uh, early on, just in our friendship, I found out that Caleb had a heart for for church planting. We, we realized that we were very like-minded in our um, in our theology and our philosophy of ministry. And uh, Kenny had mentioned to me, you know, it, it would be good if you planted with a partner. You know, when you think about Jesus sending out the disciples in the gospels, he sends them out two by two. And so Caleb um, became that partner in ministry. So we really developed that church plant proposal together, um, which was a joy to get to do that with Caleb. And then in the summer of 2022, the proposal was approved by the South elders. Um, they also interviewed Caleb and did basically an elder interview with him so that they could send out the two of us together so that there would be two elders at Good News Church of Egan right from the beginning, which I'm really thankful for. You know, really thankful because the biblical model, of course, is plurality of eldership. Um, so we're really thankful really thankful that we've had that from the beginning. Um, so it's been a joy to get to do ministry together with Caleb right from the get-go, um, to not be just like the solo church planter guy. Um, so yeah, that church planting residency year was really a, really a good season. Um, good season for our family. 
um, good to be able to kind of look ahead and, and dream together. Um, the residency got extended a little bit because Carlin broke her ankle yeah. at the end of July. And so um, Bethlehem was very gracious in allowing us to continue in the residency a little bit past 12 months um, so that we could get everything ready to go so that we could plant then in October and be in a good place uh, when we did that. Yeah. So talk a little bit more about, you mentioned philosophy of ministry, uh, philosophy of church, as it were. Mm -hmm. Talk a little bit more about like, you know, in one sense, faithful churches Mm -hmm. are, you know, share some very common blueprints uh, in terms of what they're seeking to do, um, Mm -hmm. something structurally, some things otherwise. Talk maybe a little bit about what you see like, Yes, our church, like other churches, mm-hmm. is uh, organized this way, seeking to do this this way. Talk a little bit about the church and that, and then talk a little bit about like what's unique. What's unique about where you're at? What's unique about you know what you're hoping to do? Yeah, yeah. So like other faithful churches, we want to be centered on the gospel. Um, we want the gospel to be at the center of all that we believe, all that we do, all of our ministry. We want it to be the center of our life together and to drive uh, both our beliefs and our culture, the way that we relate to one another. Um, so uh, another thing that uh, just the way that we're set up that we see as being faithful to scripture, which we share in common, of course, with South Cities and many other um, faithful churches is that we are ruled by Christ, uh, led by elders, served by deacons and governed by the congregation. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, basically a, a, a congregationally, governed church with elder leadership. Um, We hope to have deacons before too long. And all of that is under the authority of Jesus Christ. He's the the king and the head of the church. Um, So those are some things that we share in common, I think with other faithful churches. Um, Like other faithful churches, we're trying to uh, seek the lost and shepherd the found. Um, We want to spread the gospel and we want to shepherd those who are believers in Jesus. Um, so we want to be both and in that way, we want to be evangelistic and we want to, um, help Christians to mature in their faith, which I think that's just the great commission, right? Um, Jesus says, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the father, the son, and the Holy spirit, teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you. And so when we make disciples, we pray that by God's grace, they'll come to faith and be baptized. And then once they have come to faith, then we want to teach them to uh, f- to follow Jesus um, in obedience uh, by learning everything that He's commanded us. So, yeah. Amen. Amen. Um, how many members do you have presently? We have eighteen members right, right now. Yep, eighteen Planning members. To bring in two more in September. Uh, you're meeting right now at South Suburban in Apple Valley. Right. Yep. yep. Um, South Suburban Free Church in Apple Valley um, is just half a mile south of Egan and. Uh, in the summer of 2022, they, they said, you know, if you'd like a place to get started, uh, we would love to have you come and um, meet in our building. They've got uh, a new sanctuary that they built in 2005, I believe. And so their older sanctuary was built in the early 80s and it had been sitting empty on Sunday mornings. And so it's a it's been a great place to get started. Praise God. Yeah. That's great, man. And you've got Caleb and you are both serving as elders. Right. Uh, and Paul Hussey, Mm-hmm. possibly being appointed as an elder or has been? Uh, he is um, being recommended to the congregation to be voted on in September. Okay. Yeah, as an elder. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. Dude, yep, really grateful that. for Paul. 
we have not had the chance to make it over as of yet, but I think that's mm-hmm. in the docket for us yeah. this uh, fall. Hopefully, yeah, we'd love to have so you come. Come over. Yeah, um, we are constantly praying for you and Garland Thanks. and all the stuff you guys are seeking to do. Yeah, if you're listening you. to the podcast, you know I'm sure Haddon, Carlin, others that uh, went out from us to plant that church would love a visit. Yeah, love for somebody to come by and it's always an encouragement. To have yeah, and certainly, folks come especially visit. if you're in Apple Valley, Egan. Um, and you're considering either because of distance to South Cities or for other reasons, like are there other good churches in the area that we can be especially plugged in in our local community? Mm-hmm. Uh, I encourage you to think about, pray about joining Good News Church of Eden. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, Anything absolutely. else, Haddon, that you'd want to say to listeners on the podcast that, you know, either by way of like, hey, this is what's going on. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is something else to consider. Hey, here's an encouragement. Yeah. Maybe, um, you know, just kind of following up on just maybe some unique things or uh, things that I guess aren't uh, completely unique, but things that we're trying to do. We want to be um, about gospel truth, gospel family, and gospel mission. It's kind of the three parts of our vision that we've tried to focus on. So everything is centered around the truth of the gospel and the gospel creates a family. So when Jesus saves us, he uh, he makes us children of God, and that means that we are brothers and sisters with one another. And so we want to love one another as a as a family, and then also um, we want to be on the mission of the gospel. Um, Jesus sent us out um, to carry out the Great Commission. So those are some um, some ways that we just think and talk about um, who we are, who we want to be. Um, we want to spread the gospel specifically in the Egan area. Um, that kind of south, a little bit towards the east part of the Twin Cities, we really see as our mission field. Um, not just Egan exclusively, but but Egan and you know a, a little bit around Egan. That's where we want to reach with the gospel. And I think we want to, you know, just we, we want to all be faithful in carrying out the Great Commission in the in the place in, in the places where God has has put us. Um, so no, you know, no gimmicks, no, you know. Uh, nothing like that, but just, you know, let's um, be salt and light for Christ where he has put us, which I know that's a another thing that drives South Cities is God has intentionally placed us where we are in the neighborhoods and in the workplaces and in the relationships he's given us. So we want to um, love people who don't know Jesus and um, seek their salvation through our witness. Yeah, amen. Amen. Adam, thanks for coming on today. My joy. Enjoy. Yeah. Yeah.